Welcome back to another episode of <laughs> Pastors of Pain, the radio show and podcast of the Catholic priests of Stillwater, Oklahoma, of which I am one. Father Brian O'Brien, pastor of St. Francis Xavier Catholic Church, Stillwater, Oklahoma. You can find us on the web at sfxstillwater.org, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or you can just come visit our beautiful church at 711 North Country Club Road in Stillwater. Uh, I'm joined by the one, <laughs> the only, mi amigo, de mi casa, de mi ciudad. He's Father Kerry Wakulich. I am. Tell them what they've won. No. Tell them what they won. You have won uh, 28 minutes of your life. What are you? Uh, what are you? What are you doing? What? How's well, it going? Uh, well, it's going uh, pretty well. I'm. I'm. I feel like I have no job right now because all my students left. You know, you, uh, imagine if 700 people from your church left. What's the primary job of priests? The primary is uh, sanctification, helping people become holy. Yeah. That's what I That's what I do. Uh, helping become, I mean, I have to become a saint myself. Also to pray, to pray for our people. So Numer- you're working, you're yeah. working, you're praying Numero for your uno, students. I, I went on my retreat and I prayed for students on the retreat. Uh, Father Gail Hammerschmidt and I from K-State. Yep. And we had this professor, Dr. Anthony Lillis at uh, St. Javiani in Denver. And now he's in uh, St. What's that? St. John and... Camarino at the seminary Camarillo, there? California. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So he he, uh, he wrote a book uh, on uh, just the spiritual life. And so he made it into a retreat for just the two of us. And so we went down to the Arbuckle Mountains and uh, got a got a place down there. A family loaned us their, the uh, their house. The Arbuckle Mountains. Yeah, a family loaned us their house, and we just hung out for are th- six those days. Those are in Oklahoma? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. The down south. I don't know that people really associate Oklahoma with mountains. Well, they're not really mountains. So, I mean, you lived in Denver. Compare uh, mountains of Denver to mountains uh, of Oklahoma. Uh, the Arbuckles are like the foothills. Okay. So when you look out, it's it looks like the foothills. But you, can, I mean, like from our when I was living in Denver on the north end in the seminary house, you could see Pikes Peak like 110 miles away. Because it's 14,000 wow. feet. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's 92 miles from the end of the city, from uh, from the Hogback Mountain in South Denver. But you could see Pikes Peak on a, on a Amazing. clear day. Yeah, it was beautiful. So I'm glad you had a good retreat. I, I did. I did. It was, That's it's, awesome. It's always good, and it always stinks, because the the Lord does whatever he wants. Like, Jesus shows up on Do these— Do whatever he tells you. <laughs> yeah. And he can, he can work up a soul and, like, hey— now that I got you alone in the middle of nowhere, I think we're alone now. Yeah, and so he he's good at messing messing my life up. I love it. Yeah, I and, love it. And so it was a really great retreat, and it's just been it's been I, I like these these time uh, these well, times time when rest when students are gone, they're doing their thing. I with like their the family. time when students are gone. Quoting, I'm quoting Father Kerry. <laughs> I like the time when students are gone. Are you listening to the students? I, I didn't. You didn't let me finish my sentence. And they're disgust. home with their parents. They're working. They're relaxing. And I could take time to think about how the year went. Just think about life in general and make sure we're doing the right thing. Like essentialism. We're doing the... We love that book. There's a great book out there. It's called Essentialism by Greg McEwen. I can never say his last name it, when I read uh, it. it. It got into the, uh, at least among our kind of priest friends, our kind of generation of yeah. priests, we, it got going. Greg McEwen. I got the, I got the audio, but I follow him on Twitter. He's really good. Really, really I need good to follow, follow him on Twitter. Really good follow Greg McEwen, uh, his book, Essentialism, 
changed my priesthood. It blew me Remember away. Remember when Father Joe Carolla gave that retreat on the spiritual exercises? I do. I do. And essentialism. And that thing, that retreat, which was maybe like four years ago, it did a number on me. Yeah. So he, I mean, his idea was basically like, you're, you're doing too many things. What Wouldn't you rather do... Like Less several, but better. Yeah, fewer things with greater quality, or you want to do more things at a, at a kind of a shallow level. So I know, I mean, I know for you and me, it was a it was a game changer. <laughs> yeah, and so I know several other priests have listened to it, uh, the audio book that got that got passed around. Some guys, some yeah. guys are you know they're kind of old fashioned. They read. <laughs> but whatever, whatever. Okay, so uh, we are at the end of 2018. Can you believe it? I, I, I feel like I was just born, and here we are at the end of 2018. <laughs> Um, I can see clearly now the year is gone. Um, it has <laughs> been, <laughs> I, you know, I like to, at, at varying times of the year, you know, you kind of have uh, there's certain milestones, like in, you know, so your birthday and you think like, okay, what was I doing on my birthday last year? What was, you know, my, what was the best birthday I ever had? You know, things like that. I, I was thinking in the priest world, I think of like ordination dates, yeah. May 26th, <laughs> like, you know, I... On that day, I think back to like the day I was ordained a priest, and you know you kind of look back on your priesthood. But then, when you come to the end of like a calendar year, it it is a, it is a point of reflection. Like, wow, twenty eighteen is over. Yeah, uh, I know. I can speak for myself. Twenty eighteen was there's a lot going on. Really? Um, when I <laughs> when <laughs> when twenty eighteen began. So I, I finished my assignment at Bishop Kelly December, I don't know, it was like December 20th or 21st of <laughs> Sorry, last year. Time out real quick. I <laughs> What? A, a parent from Tulsa said, and I quote to an OSU professor, Father O'Brien's in Stillwater? Uh, yeah, they have been, kids currently yeah, at Bishop no, no, Kelly? They have kids currently at Bishop Kelly. Man, and they said the following uh, thing to a professor at OSU. I already moved to Australia. What? <laughs> you, you moved to Australia or Austria. They were not sure which one. Yeah. Okay, that's bizarre. <laughs> that, that's how someone's, bizarre. Someone's not, someone's not paying attention. How bizarre. Um, so I began uh, 2018 on, a, on kind of a mini, in between my assignments, the B- Bishop Condola was nice enough to give me like three weeks in between assignments. And uh, so I was just kind of, I was basically packing up life and uh, getting, I had a wedding. Uh, I did Matt, Matt McGuire and Morgan Hammock's wedding uh, on January, forget what day that was, early January. Yeah. And then on January the 11th, 2018, I got in my car, I drove to Stillwater, <laughs> and now I live here. I have a library card. <laughs> you vote uh, in this county? I vote in Payne County and I've done so several times. You've been on uh, countless dirt roads? I have a new, my tag is, is from here. Uh, I get mail here. Wow. I live, I live in Stillwater, Oklahoma. And that's what 2018 has brought. And I will say, you know, I get asked a lot. It's quite, it's quite interesting. Like people, people from Tulsa who I know and keep in touch with, you know, they say like, oh, you know, do you, like, do you miss the high school or do you miss Tulsa? And the, and the answer is yes, on several fronts. I mean, I loved, I loved the work that I got to do at Bishop Kelly as a chaplain and then later as the president of the school. Like, I loved it. I mean, it was a, it was a, it was, yeah. it got me out of bed in the morning being around those kids. We had great teachers and, um, and, and, 
and it's hard. I think probably one of the hardest things about coming to Stillwater has been the fr- kind of friendships that have left behind. You know, so yeah. there were just there are people in Tulsa that are some of my best friends in the world that I just don't see. I never, I don't see them because they live there and yeah. have lives and kids and you know, and I live here, and it's not exactly next door. Um, when I do go to Tulsa, typically it's like for a meeting and I'm driving there, going to the meeting and then turning around and coming back because there's something going on here. Okay. But I do love Stillwater. Shoot. It's Isn't awesome. It okay. Uh, best, uh, best part about being, okay. So like different categories, like, Ooh. best part. Of, like what's the, one of your favorite things you found about Stillwater in 2018? And the winner of favorite thing in Stillwater is... My favorite thing about Stillwater is... Yeah, I mean, just like one thing. Oh, man. I mean, I love the church, and I no, love the people. I haven't, I haven't got to that category. Just oh. like in the city of Stillwater, something you really like. Uh, the lack of traffic? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I mean, the smell of cow poop in the morning is <laughs> awesome. Uh, <sighs> Come on. I really? do. I love... I mean, I, I don't... I, I'm grannies? Do you like grannies? Like I, I, would, I mean, there's great, yeah, there's great restaurants. Too many good I things love, to list. I love all that. I mean, it's pe- people, people. The people of Stillwater are glorious and wonderful people right. okay. that I'm blessed to have in my life. What's the next category? We're making uh, these up as we go. Uh, best part about being a priest in Stillwater. Oh, man. A God, just 2018 in review. 2018 in review. I mean, this year... I mean, a ton. I will tell you, one one big difference about being here, you know, I was at the high school for all those years, and I was like the, I was the chief administrator of the school, yeah. right? So, yeah, sure, sure. Um, I did not, one is my, you know, my ministry was like these 900 high school kids. Um, so I did not, I did not hear their confessions. Oh, so we yes, always had that's chaplains, right. Sure. Which you were one, yeah. You know, and I, I did not hear their confessions as a way to just to kind of keep things separated. <laughs> keep in the, case, keep the money clean in case there needed to be some like disciplinary action, right? Um, and so I have, I have literally, this is a true statement. I have heard more confessions in the last eleven months than I did in the previous eleven years. <laughs> It's just, yeah, it's just, you, it's just the way it's been. I have visited more people in the hospital. I've anointed more people. Cause I never, I hardly ever anoint. I mean, I would probably anoint a high school student twice a year. Somebody would go in for surgery or something. Yeah. I mean, it never happened. Sure. I hardly ever went to hospitals. You went to a lot of funerals. Oh, uh, there were funerals. I did. I, I mean, as a president of the school, I mean, yeah, some, every family member. Yeah. If a parent uncle, died, grandparent right. died, I did go to, go to a lot of funerals. I was not like the main officiant at a lot yeah. of funerals, which I am here. I think we've had, we did a count the other day. I think we've had 15 funerals okay. since I came. Um, but anyway, that's just, that's just a, that's a big difference. I'm, I'm in hospitals now, you know, three days a week, probably. Okay. Nursing homes and such. And, okay. So, I love. It's great. So that, that's some of the things of like how your priesthood has changed. Now looking back, a, you know, you're not fully a year. You're coming up on a year in review. What, what's something you've learned about the priesthood that you didn't know before you became a pastor of the Megatron Church, which is uh, St. Francis? I've learned about the priesthood. Yeah. I'm putting you on the spot here. I'm pulling all these questions like... You know, the the I mean, the priesthood is a... a I would say this. It is a daily adventure. Ooh. One does not know what is going to come in in the course of a day. Um, so just this is a good example. A couple, couple of weeks ago, it was um, 
it was a oh, immaculate conception, and uh, okay, so there were a lot so of people. You... There were a lot of people around all day. So there was mass, and then there was then I had confessions, and then Sunday mass, uh, Saturday evening mass, and then when when Saturday evening mass was over, um, somebody said, "Are you going to the game?" And I was like, "Oh, what you know? What game?" Anyway, it was like the OSU women's game, and I was like, "Yes, oh, so OSU women's basketball, OSU women's basketball." Okay, and so I went to the game. And just as like a end of the day, just a relaxing kind of thing. I Sundowner. went by myself. I just, I, I just like to go. I love basketball. Uh, okay. I love OSU, and so to go. Anyway, and in the middle of the game, I check my phone. I get a text, and it was this family, and they said, "Like, can you come to the hospital?" Okay, so you went from mass to a basketball game to just chill out and relax. Yep. To where? To the hospital. To the hospital to anoint someone uh-huh. who was sick or dying. Uh, dying. Okay. Yeah. And then what did you do after that? Uh, I think I went home after that. But anyway, just like, yeah. okay, here I am. I'm in a stadium. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and, you know, I just popped up. I walked out the door. I, I watched, you know, I don't know, one half of the of the game. Yeah. But stuff like that. I mean, I don't regret that at all. I don't have any, like, why, why, who are these people? Why are they bothering my time away? I don't care. Yeah. Um, but made just to, stuff like yeah. that the priesthood is made amazing. To be- it's just amazing. Made for the other. The, the adventure of it all. And that's true more. At my, my life is, is, is much less predictable here than it was a year ago. Much less predictable. Because you can set your that, schedule. I was on, yeah, I was on, a, I was on a, you know, basically a school, a school calendar. Yeah. School starts at 8. It ends at 3. There's meetings before. <laughs> there's meetings after. There's games. There's meetings, you know. But in the life of a parish, you know, it's just, it's just a much more unpredictable life. I wouldn't know because I don't have a job right now. Yeah. Well, you know, keep trying. <laughs> when I become keep a real trying. priest. Keep keep working. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. You're a real priest. Okay, now what about your, your 2018? You're, I mean, you, you've been in Stillwater how long now? Uh, this is, I'm at uh, two, two and a half years. Two and a half years I'm here. Well, how is 2018 different than 2017? 2018 versus 2017. Well, a lot, you know. There was you have fewer I, parishioners. I have fewer parishioners. Your collection is a lot less. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, well, yeah. So By a lot. Well, I would say a couple big things. One is that uh, there was this parish life we were building uh, when I got here uh, in twenty fifteen. I don't even remember what year it was. Twenty fifteen. I think sixteen. Twenty sixteen and a half. And so summer of sixteen. Yeah. And it just like w- getting to know all these families and building all these relationships. And then March, what was it, 3rd? March 23rd? What was the date? March uh, 9th? March 11th? Oh, March 11th. March 11th, we had that dedication to that new church, which is incredible. I mean, that is probably one of the most significant things that has happened to, uh, to Stillwater uh, in many years. Is Big time. That church. I, I love driving by. I told you this. I called you at one night. You did. And that I, was funny. You called me on the way. You were like, "Have you ever? Have you ever seen your church have you ever at night? Seen your church at and night? Like, yes. Like, uh huh. Every yeah, night. Uh, every night. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Uh-huh. I do. I do. Yeah. It yeah. just looks marvelous. And to know that the faith is growing, that people are coming back to their their Catholic faith, that new people are like seeking out um, the truth and uh, be, and entering RCIA, and so that. Has I mean that was a huge moment, because then, as we're going along, everything has been a mystery this year. Everything is a, a list of first. It's been new. I mean, I, yeah, for I think for both of us, there's just this this. 
you know, what time should we do this or what we, you know, we've always done. Yeah. Yeah. You hear that a lot. Like we've always done this, but then I think you and I are both like, well, no, because everything is totally everything you know, is new. Everything is new. Building new web pages, building new development systems. We're gonna have to build a new church. We, you and I have been talking about this for Ooh, yeah. It's gonna that's happen. That's a whole show. We should do a whole the, show. Oh, we're gonna have to wait till the new year because I mean, we're we have to do this. There's just no way around. Yeah, it. you're out of space. We're out of space. I have students in wheelchairs who can't get down aisles because what? yeah, because it's not ADA compliant building. Oh. And if you do, if once you start doing those things, like I did that for, you know, I widened a door and I, you know, opened it up and made the new, put new doors in. And then you have to just, it, my yeah, cousin, who's an architect in New, your... he, my cousin is an architect in New York City, Billy Brady said, once you start doing one thing, you just have to keep going. Yeah. And because every, you'll get excited about it now. When you keep going, yeah, your you're building gonna, is hard to get in. He goes, you, you know, you need to put a sprinkler system in that thing. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? He's like, yeah, a sprinkler system. I'm like, there's not, there's not one. Wow. Elevators, all that stuff. So it's going to cost us actually, it's going to cost less money to build a new church than to renovate the current one. What? <laughs> yeah. How about them apples? Wow. Yeah. Just to bring it up to code and, you know, bring it up to, because uh, it was built in 65. Wow. So this is, the, you know, this is all new to me. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, we changed mass times. We, I mean, yeah, I mean, we opened a whole new church with, which, and with the opening of St. Francis Xavier changed the, I mean, it did. It changed the ministry that is being done at St. John's because you became basically the way we divide things up. If you're not from here, is that if you're in college, you go to St. John's, and if you're not in college, then you come to St. Francis Xavier. Yeah. And there's a little bit of crossover when it comes to, especially like daily mass. Yeah. There's some crossover. Uh, spiritual direction. I know you, you you see some you see some St. Francis folks. I see some. Uh, St. John's students. Um, one one of the things I've actually been really most proud of us, mm-hmm. um, especially this school year, is on the confession front um, of just you know because you're by yourself, I'm by myself, and so it's hard. It's hard to by locate to, to to care for to you know to spiritually care for your people when it's just you. Yeah, um, and we both have we both have a lot of help in the sense that we have wonderful deacons. Um, yeah, who, sure. I know our deacons are are just awesome at like vi- at visiting people in yeah. the hospital and nursing homes and things. But as priests, we're the only ones who can celebrate mass. We're the only ones who can anoint, absolve sins. We're the only ones who can hear confessions. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and so when there's just when there's two of us, just the um, two of us, and and we're also we're I'm very grateful for Father Jim Griner, who's a retired oh, priest yeah. of Oklahoma City, who lives in and around Stillwater. He's from Stillwater, retired. He jumps in and, you know, d- daily mass here or there, uh, comes and hears confessions. Yeah, the time. Sure. Um, and so we have we have kind of that backup. But when it comes to, I mean, I've had it where I've been maybe out of town for something, and I get a phone call that this person is sick, right. sick yeah. and at the hospital. And I call you, you go, and you visit. Um, we've I, I've really been proud of how, especially on the confession front, I've been going a lot on Wednesday nights, during your nine o'clock mass, you've come over, especially during the Spanish mass, yeah, um, at St. Francis Xavier. So I think that's just been lucky for them. I don't speak Spanish. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no hablo español. Ah, uh, your sins are absolved. <laughs> go. No idea peace. what you said, but go in peace. That's not true. I you I do love, speak Spanish. I, your Spanish is good. 
it's yeah. So anyway, the things like that that I don't know that when we I mean when we started when I moved here we I, we that was not some nothing none of this did we talk about. It just kind of naturally just floated into place. We didn't do it and like well, let's do a podcast like that didn't that didn't happen and we're you know and we have several hundred listeners every week. What? We've gone from zero to several hundred. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, that <laughs> our moms are have forgotten about us. I don't think our my mom. Listens you know what, what? One of the things that just like in a year in review, we you and I, I probably in the last six months have tr- just tried to create a culture of the sacrament of confession in the in the city of Stillwater. How many hours of confessions do we have a week? At one point in time last week, it was a couple weeks ago, you said, we have 24 hours of confessions oh, this so week. Oh, uh, so we, we figured it out in the season of Advent, between December 1st and December 3rd, 23rd, yeah. there were 29 and a half hours. But there were actually more than that, because that did not include, like, you did a couple three hours. Because I have like I have six hours a week normally we at St. John. We didn't count come, me coming over for the 9 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I'll bet all in. I bet it was probably 40 hours. We had five hours in 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 Dirty. two nights, yeah. Because I had I had three and a half, and you had yeah. an an hour and a yeah. half, and it was. And I think it's working. It is. It's teaching these kids. What's one of the beautiful things? Like they see you come into the St. John, they're like, "Oh, confessions!" And there's like I think this, some of them don't even know my name. They, uh, they which don't. is hilarious. And which I'm totally fine name. with. That if they if I can be, if I walk into a room and somebody thinks. About the sacrament of confession because I walk into a room, um, I'll take it. That is actually a cool culture that's been created because now we have students who, who want to go to the sacrament of confession and they know a priest and they're like, they're willing to go. Yeah. It's beautiful. No, they come. It's great. It's great. And I think that's been less successful so far at St. Francis Xavier. Um, my my guess is at I mean at our like posted confession times Wednesday evenings and and Saturday afternoons. Um, I get my guess is probably fifty to sixty percent of the confessions that I hear at St. Francis Xavier are college students. So there's room to grow on the <laughs> oh okay on the on the parish side. Um, I think among our Spanish speakers there is a culture of, yeah. of wanting to go, and so that's when you've come over during that time. But I think if if down the road if I get um, if there's another priest in Stillwater, you know, like we had Father Robert Duck for those two months. You mean? And it you, was huge because he, you know, he'd celebrate mass. I'd hear confessions. He, I'd celebrate mass. He'd hear confessions. We were able to just cover a lot more ground. So we'll see if that if that occurs down the road. I hope it does. Yeah. So a year in review was that good to have Father Robert Duck here? Oh my goodness! Good gravy! I wish he would come back. Really? Yeah. Oh, it was so awesome. It was so awesome. We yeah, covered. If you, if you if you give me a few bucks, I may uh, put a good word in. With I'm the, building uh, you a house. The pr- what? That's the other fun thing that we're that that'll be on our. Wait, 20, we're building a rectory. Uh, that'll be on our 2019 <laughs> year in review. It'll be all about our move from our current uh, location to the new Stillwater Priest Rectory, located on the grounds of St. Francis Xavier. Okay, when did we do that blessing in the ground? That was on the feast of St. Francis Xavier? That was on December the 3rd. What? Oh, because that we'll, was at three days. Wow. Yeah. So we'll that be seems in, like ages ago. I think if we if construction goes according to plan, yeah. we'll, I think we'll be in the house by September. Shut the front door. I, this is awesome. Is that a pun? Because we're going to have a front door? Exactly. When you walk out the front door, you're going to see the beautiful church. Really? But we're building it. If you didn't know this, people, we're building it for six occupants. So when you see it, you're going to say, dang, that's a kind of a big house for two dudes. 
We're building it for for six. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also to be able to to have people over and really to be kind of a hub of um, certainly yeah. a priestly fraternity. Um, you know, we I think you and I part of part of 2018, part of the cruddy part of 2018, and being a priest has been kind of you know especially just all the news that came out this summer of uh, oh yeah and the Pennsylvania scandals. And, you know, and, 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 a, and a big chunk of that, a big chunk of that um, is priests just like being lone rangers, just living on their own with uh-huh. no accountability, right? nobody to talk to, nobody to say like, hey man, like, stop. Or to it. look out and say, what the heck are you doing? Yeah. Um, hey, dude, you're, you're, you're drinking too much, or why are you watching that? Or, you know, th- those kinds of things that every human being has, um, every, every human being we're not, we're not meant to be alone in that sense. And so we're building this rectory as a way to build, really build priestly fraternity in the city of Stillwater. And so when we move in, in all likelihood, I mean, it might just be me and you. No way. But then if, you know, if I get another priest, if you get another priest, when we have priests come and stay, um, seminarians who come and are either on a break for a summer, maybe even for a whole year. Well, how many, how many priests do we have? Uh, we have two deacons in town right now. We have David Carvajal. <laughs> And who was the other one? Uh, James Porter. James oh, Porter here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we we've had all these other people rotating. But we could not right now. Our situation is we cannot have them both at the same time, because our house right now is three bedrooms, three bedrooms, three bathrooms, and one of the rooms I keep all my shoes in. So and that one of your the, and my the, guns, the Imelda Marcos room <laughs> where keeps all of his shoes. It's a Mel. Whatever happened to Imelda Marcos? I think she died. Did she really? But we're all, you know, I mean, we're all gonna die. So. We ain't getting out of here as we're alive. We're all, we're all going. <laughs> I keep my hunting that. boots in there. That was my hunting closet um, and my chapel. Hey, uh, one thing that I think is really cool for you is that your your 2019 is kicking off with the Seek Conference. Oh. Um, so that's coming up. Tell us, tell us about that. What what is the what is the Seek Conference? Uh, what? Why are you excited about okay, it? Okay, I'm really excited about it. Why? Does uh, Seek stand for something? Or it no, just, it doesn't. We're, just, that's, I, we're seeking. Seek the ye Lord. first the kingdom of God. Ooh. Okay. Also, and in the beginning of John, beginning of John's Gospel, Jesus turns around to who? Andrew, and he says, "What do you seek?" Oh. And it, and Jesus and he says, "Where do you live?" Come and see. Come and see. So that's where it comes from, the beginning of John's Gospel. So what is Seek? Seek is a Catholic college conference uh, run by Focus. And every other year, it's in a different state. So this year, it's uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. And we're taking, I think we have 135 college students from uh, OSU. That's amazing. Yeah, which is, there's 700 that come to Mass and 135 are going to Seek. That's amazing. Yeah. It's seven, about... Uh, somewhere between fifteen and seventeen thousand college students from around the country will be there at this conference. La- uh, two years ago, I think it was like thirteen thousand. So they have parish tracks that uh, are also there of different things going on. For there's going to be old people there. Yeah, there's donors, there's families, there's catechists, and then there's this whole group of college students. So there's talks each day, there's mass in the morning, perpetual adoration, there's Eucharistic adoration all night long. Hey, this happened a couple of years ago. Uh, I sat down one time, a student said, hey, oh, can, I, can you hear my confession? So I was like, yeah, sure, sit down. Three hours later, I got up from that seat. Apparently... This is what happens at Seek, and I've been to three of these now. 
if a priest sits down, that chair will fill with people who want to go to confession. That's awesome. Three hours later, uh, one morning I got in at 2, 2.30 in the morning from hearing confessions. That's early. That's early. I started somewhere around 11 that night and was just nonstop heard confessions. Love that. So it is beautiful because these students, they go to this, um, they learn more about their faith. They get great time to prayer. Uh, the prayer. speakers, man. And the speaker lineup. Let's is, see. And it's not just religious. It is off the hook. There are, there, there are both religious speakers, laymen and women, professors, religious sisters. And you can watch this thing. Uh, usually online afterwards, oh. like on uh, oh, afterwards? Uh, yeah, like um, uh, Facebook Live. Will you you can, can see. Some you, will you do me a favor though and FaceTime mm. the whole thing? FaceTime the whole thing. Burn all my data. Wherever, except the confessions. Except okay. the confessions. Not the confessions. Don't want to FaceTime those. So there's. But will you just hold your phone? Oh, oh. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna get you one of those miners. One of the mi- a miners helmet. Yeah. With and the we're lamp. We're gonna put your phone not where, where the light would be. We're gonna put your phone there. <laughs> I just want to follow you. You know. How about one of the uh, chest things that a cop oh, like wears? Like a, yeah, body, body like camera. a body camera. Okay, body camera. I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. You but anyway, so you're going to see. What are the dates? Uh, the dates are the third through the seventh. So I'll be on the uh, bus January. on my birthday. Ooh. Every year birthday. I spend it with college. Here's some IHOP. <laughs> uh, so pray for the the twenty thousand plus college students that'll be in Indianapolis and yeah. the hundred and how many hundred and something from OSU. One hundred and thirty-two, awesome. I believe. That is awesome. I pray for us lots. That is awesome. So we hope your 2018 was awesome. Uh, I'll say one more thing, and that is on January 1st, 2019, it is a holy day of obligation for Peace the solemnity of Mary, of Mary of the Mother of God. We are having masses on December 31st at 5.30 p.m. Midnight, 12.01, you can start your year with mass, and then 9 a.m. in English and 11 a.m. in Spanish on the 1st. Wow. That is the end of our show. Have a blessed, Thanks awesome Thanks for listening. New year. God bless.